The Red Rum Theater, Episode 59, Die Hard. Welcome to the Red Rum Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We are your hosts, Ernesto Alaniz. And Antonio Marino. And every week we look at one of the movies that raises us up. Find that movie raises us right, raises us wrong. Today we've got the movie Die Hard, how it taught us to be an a-hole. And it taught us you don't stop fighting until you're dead. So. Barefoot or not. Dude, bloody this beaten. Movie, you want to talk about a movie that really did raise us? Tony, I can't oh believe it. Oh my goodness, dude. Like, this movie was so early in our life. It was before Carl Winslow. Dude, this, like, we were, how old were we up north? In the UP, we had to be eight, nine years old? I think I was eight, nine, ten. You were nine, ten, eleven? It sounds right. So Because I came back to start fifth grade, I think. And I, I no no I came back for fourth grade. Okay, did you? Yes. Okay. I had Miss Jones. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, so Miss Jones the one with, the, with those eight fingers? No, that was um. Remember, I public school. There was a teacher we had that had like gremlin-looking hands because you're missing a bunch of fingers. Damn! No, that wasn't Miss Jones. Don't be talking about my favorite teacher. I don't know what her name was, too. But... Dude, she. I'll tell you what. Mrs. Jones was so old school and so badass. Ariana. Mrs. Jones. I can't, I can't That's Mr. Jones. Oh, <laughs> she's stupid. You know what that song's about? What? Uh, I don't want to tell you. <laughs> oh, is it bad? No. Okay. Next time you hear that song, pretend you're singing to your dang dang. <laughs> I always used to think that was he was singing about his dong. <laughs> hey, she's looking at you. No, man, she's looking at me. <laughs> Anyways, Mrs. Jones is so OG. Ariana had her, and she had her the year after I did, but she came because uh, we were, we'd walk, uh, Thea Julie would drive us home. Right. So she, she used to come walk to the class and pick me up. She came to the classroom one time, and she said, uh, Miss Jones, is Tony here? And she goes, uh, Tony and Carlos are in the back of the classroom fighting right now. They'll be done in a minute. She just let us go, dude. Holy cow. It was cow. amazing, dude. Our, me and Ariana were just telling the story of Thanksgiving, dude. Dude, so we're, we lived in the UP, up in the Sault Ste. Marie. Uh, up in past, the UPA. Past the bridge, straight up like Take the Upers. You, <laughs> we were in Kinslow County, Kinross. Okay, so we're up there and... Kinross County, Kinslow. Literally, at this point in time, we're like eight, nine years old, and Die Hard is already... Um, it's, it's huge. It's part of our lives. Yes. So much so that when Die Hard 2... Which came out like 10 years after Die Hard 1. It was going to film. No, and- it wasn't no 10 years. It was. No, because Die Hard. When did Die Hard come out? Um, Die Hard came out in 88. Yeah, it wasn't 98, dumbass. Oh, probably. It's at least six, seven years old. So, try three, motherfucker. Well, three or four. I don't know what it Listen, came we out. were young as shit, bro. Okay. Jesus was born in 89. That was. What were we, 90? I don't know, dude. I don't know the years. Anyways. We're up north and Steve. Wait, wait to fucking do our homework, dude. Die Hard 2 script writer. is coming out in the theaters and they're doing a scene up in our second part of the woods. And we already love the movie so much. We were dying. We wondered if Bruce Willis coming is he coming to our town? I know. We'd go by the main road and they watch. They just did the plane. 
They did they the plane the scene plane. up at the Kenslow. They have an old abandoned Air, Air Force, Force base. base. Yeah, that's where we lived. So the scene in the movie where they do the light up the plane, the, uh, the fire up the gasoline to blow it up. That and was, they only had one take on that mug. Dude. They had and one they, plane to blow up. And then they did in our home, in our town we lived in. They Kids from school were able to go and be extras and like jump off a plane into the slidey thing and put blankets over them and stuff. Oh, man. And they got paid to be extras. And we wanted to so bad, but our, our second stepdad would not let us go. But Die Hard is been part of our life for a long, long time. We have loved it. it, it and literally, I'm watching with my wife, and she's laughing because so much of the movie imprinted on who I am as a person. So we'll get into all that. So um, it's been a how long since you sat down and watched it in one sitting? Oh, shit, man. Years? Tons of years. I don't know. For me, probably only a year. I probably watch this movie. What? I watch this movie all the time, dude. This movie has a 92% Rotten Tomatoes. It better. It's badass. It's considered one of the best action films of all time. It is one of the best action films. I call it the best action film of all time. Legitimately. The best action film of all time. This is it. And we have movies that have challenged it. There's movies that if we've said, man, this movie might be better than Die Hard. That was our, that was our measure. Man, these are two years apart, fool. That's... 88 and 90, dude. I didn't realize that fast. I told you. You were right, dude. You were way right. In your face. But, um... Directed by a guy named John McTiernan, who apparently we like a lot, dude. His first movie was Predator. He did Predator. That's this guy. He did yeah, good what movies. A, that's, a, that's, a, that's done with the resume right dude, there. He did Hunt for Red October. <gasps> that's a badass by movie. By far the best Jack Ryan film. I know we love Harrison Ford. I know Patriot Games is, is awesome. Is that Baldwin? Baldwin. Okay. But dude, Sean, you can't, Sean Connery's Russian sub-captain. Yeah, he's amazing. You can't beat him. He's amazing. Dude, the stinking, the, the cook, you can't beat that movie, dude. It, I know. Oh, dude. Oh, man. Dude, I love this, the, the singing the national, like the Russian anthem and the sub. It, and they think, it sounds like music. Remember they're listening to the. Is it the same anthem that was on Rocky IV? Yes. Ah, the Man, I want some vodka, dude. <laughs> dude. That anthem is stinking. It's that shit makes you think something's about to go down. It's it, it very much. It, it's like intimidates you. It's like, oh shit, they're gonna kill us. Um, oh, damn, Putin's in the house. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he also did Last Action Hero, which was a which I thought was badass. I loved it, and he came back and did Die Hard with a Vengeance. Oh, don't get me started on that one. Okay, so. The plot of this film is simple. It's a simple plot. Christmas Day. It's, it's, a, it's a Christmas Eve or Christmas no, Day? No, it might be Eve because it's, it's the Eve. party. It's, it's the party. Because so, that's why the kids want him home for Christmas. Right. Christmas Eve, you have simply this. Terrorists take over a high-rise of Christmas Eve and up to a lone, off-duty cop to stop them. That's the plot in a nutshell. And it seems very, like, um, very easy to do. It almost feels a little... Here's the deal. Action films in the 80s. Tend to, tended to be not smart people's movies. They were kind of movies you did for money, but they, like Cobra isn't a well-made movie, but it's fun as crap. You know what I'm saying? Action movies think about Commando. It's fun, but it's not a thinking man's movie. It's well, listen, killing. It's a blue-collar ass. <laughs> Dude, exactly. And I love it. I, I, I love 80s action movies. Listen. Not a thinking man's no, no, movie. I'm, this, I said this for a reason. Listen to this. You're the disease. <laughs> and I'm the cure. Meet the cure. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the deal. 
They're trying to do this movie, and no one would set up for it because no one wanted it. Arnie turned it down. Stallone turned it down. They go to Richard Gere to get him to be in it. Gere? And Gere turned it down. He was too busy at the pet store getting gerbils. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those pre-internet rumors that somehow went everywhere. Uh, how? I don't know. Even They even talked about it on Scream. <laughs> I mean, you can only hear that Richard Gere gerbil story so many times before you start thinking it's true. <laughs> dude, I thought the sick of Marilyn Manson was the kid from uh, Wonder Years. Like, my whole well, life. Yeah, that was the rumor, dude. dude the, those peanut rumors were I so I also fun. thought they re- that he removed a couple of his own ribs. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I remember that rumor, dude. Yes, I do, dude. I'm like, these damn ribs. <laughs> Man, Eve's got it made. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I mean, no, okay, so, um, what are we talking about, dude? You just derailed. Talking about Marilyn Manson, dude. I know, um, so this movie, okay, so, okay, Richard Gere. That's Richard Gere where we started. Richard Gere. So, no one wants to do this movie because everyone's like, you know, I want to move from action was, to drama. What was Bruce Willis's, b- besides Blind Date, what was his big movies before this? That's it, Blind Date. What? That's all he has. So, who listen, was the bad guy on Blind Date? I don't remember. I remember him. Basically, that's all I got. There was a guy that he was fighting with the whole time. <gasps> I remember. It wasn't Rooney, was it? What? It wasn't Rooney. Or it, Rooney it's, was it's, it? it's the guy from Night Court. John Larroquette. John, look at you, bro. <laughs> Larroquette. Remember when he made Larroquette dance and he was moonwalking? <laughs> so listen, Blind Date comes out. <laughs> when I was young, I used to think she was blind. <laughs> That was such a young ass kid. Blind date, damn. So, Blind date comes out. She's like some book of Eli, book of Eli good in this book. <laughs> doesn't do well. Doesn't doesn't make any money for them. Okay. What doesn't? Bruce, uh, blind date and Bruce Willis is done because he as just a, had as a TV when you go from TV to film, you have one chance to prove yourself, and he damn. failed because he tries. And on the big screen, you see, he on the he small screen, he's an a hole, but it's funny. On the big screen, you don't like him. Like you're kind of he's too much. So they're trying to get Die Hard made. No one will do it. And Gear is supposed to be in the movie. Gear says, I will do it. I want to be James Bond. I want it to be smooth, suit-wearing. They make the movie what? like that. Then he drops anyway. So it's going towards this suave. It's got to be a blue-collar. So they go to Bruce, okay? And Bruce starts reading it. He likes it. And he's like, I'm a nobody. I'm ready to be dead. My, my movie didn't do good. I'm out. They're like, just try this movie. And people didn't, they didn't believe it. Like, this guy's not an action star. He's not Stallone. He's not Schwarzenegger. These guys have muscles Which on is muscles. Why? I know. So he says, I want to do it. And his agent goes, listen, we'll do it. But we got to make the count because this movie, everyone's passed on it. It's not going to make any money. It's going to do terrible. Action movies are yesterday because 80s action movies are dying at this point. The 80s action year. Even like well, this is the end of the decade. Schwarzenegger man. and Stallone are trying to become dramatic people, trying to do like comedies, trying to become bigger than just an action star. They want to move out of that '80s. They want to get out of the Cyborg, out of Commando. They want to do bigger Too films. Bad Cyborg was badass. I, I with you, but man, damn man, these guys want to do bigger stuff though. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's like it's like this might they they tell Bruce it might ruin your career. It might be the end of your career if you're, if you're gonna die. Let's die for a reason. Die, die hard, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> People made fun of it saying it was a Sears commercial because of Die Hard batteries, dude. I, mean, I, I could not see a Sears commercial without thinking about Die Hard. Dude, like literally, this movie comes so big. It, it, it literally the battery. This is you know what? This eats the battery. Die Hard is first the movie, then the battery. And they thought so. Basically, look, Bruce, 
Let's negotiate for a huge paycheck. So even if you die, you make money dying. You make money going out on top. They get him negotiated for $5 million, which is the, the highest paying for an actor ever for an he's, action he's movie. He five mil for Die Hard? He, they hold out for it. And the movie, they are in a lot of post or pre-production. They need to get it made. They had a set. They had a director. They need a leading man. Bruce like, I'll take five million. I'll do it. And his agent, he's like, agent, dude, I shouldn't do this. Agent's like, you hold your, if you lose, who cares? It's going to kill you anyway. Let's get the money. He holds out and they give him the money. And people like Richard Gere's like, I'm a two-time Academy Award winner, and I've been offered five million dollars. What's going on? Everyone's mad, and it changes Hollywood. Like the Dang. money just jumps up. You know what I'm saying? And Bruce, I'm so glad they chose him because it had to be this movie. We'll get to that. Okay, so it would have sucked if it wasn't. But what would have sucked? But I can't picture it. This movie is a thinking man's action movie. Totally. There, there, there's not wasted scenes. No. Like, literally. You it, can't cut any fat off this No. Bitch. Even the, like. This it, shit was made at, you buy this from Whole Foods, motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, like, even the sticking, making fists with your feet. Even that. Has, Son of a bitch is right. Like, little things. It all oh. rolls in, dude. Everything comes back. What a perfect movie. And it's. He's not using And the quarterback is toast. <laughs> Everything, dude. dude. And the 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 stinking bad guy is that some throwaway like think of commando. That lame bad guy who's like the guy that looks <laughs> like he's working down the street. <laughs> I came hard. Like uh, one one of uh, uh Maza Concrete's flunkies or something. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that chain mail, dude? He's all flabby, dude. He's got a, He's dead got a chain stinking uh, white beater that's loose fit. <laughs> what the hell? Dude, he's, a, he's the most not tough guy ever. Dude. Um, he's in better shape in stinking um, inner space. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he gets some weight coming in there. He's like, oh, man, man, the dude Quesarito's got me, yo. <laughs> Too bad he's like, on inner space, he's like, bzzz. <laughs> ah, I didn't notice that until I was way older. <laughs> Shoot. But you have, like... Characters like every terrorist, you get to know a lot of them. The brothers, bro. You, you literally like there's so much character. Big ass dudes with tiny ass feet, dude. That even that little part is it's, it's just genius writing. Dude, it's just just ratcheting up over, and it's it's an action film, but it's a thinking man's action film, and it's like a chess game, just back and forth and moving and playing, and it is. You're so into man. You're in to this day. You're so in watching this. And they take it to so Bruce Willis when he's first in Moonlighting. He's an a-hole, and, you, and it's funny. But in the Blind Date, people didn't like him because he's not charming. He's, in this movie, they take his like weakness and make it a positive because yeah. he's able to tick everyone off so much. She's it, like, John's still alive because John's the only guy that can piss somebody off that bad. <laughs> it's great. It's great. So the cast, you got Bruce Willis. We'll come back, but... I'm with you, dude. Best villain ever. Okay, Bruce, no one else could have done this. No. It couldn't have. Stallone, Arnie, Van Damme, you couldn't. Seagal, nobody could have done this. Because a lot of times in movies, what they do is it's like Seagal. Bobby! <laughs> Seagal is always the super, like he's the cook, but it used to be black eyes. Yeah. They're always like the best of the best at what they used to, you know what I'm saying? They kill everybody. They're all Frank Castle and shit. <laughs> Dude, what was uh, Commando's name? Matrix. John Man, Matrix. Yep. Green Beret. No, he's not, is he not, this Green Beret is going to whip your ass. I eat Green Berets for breakfast. 
so lame, dude. dude and that green braid was way out of shape. <laughs> dude, but usually it's like it's just, but Bruce plays a normal person. He's just a New York City cop that comes and to L.A. he's never been out of his element. Yeah, dude. Doesn't do good out of his element. It was his first plane ride, wasn't it? Yeah. He's nervous as shit. Dude, and he's everything around about California makes him un- uncomfortable. Yep. He's uneasy. Like, like, look around like, like. He don't California. like the people. No, he doesn't like the people. He don't like, he don't like the, the weather. Doesn't like the, anything about it. Because because you know it's crazy. They say that it's true. I've been to California, and because I'm from the Michigan. They say the fucking smog is the reason the fucking sunsets are so fucking beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta edit this podcast later, Tony. <laughs> Dennis Farina, dude. <laughs> what? What was this from? Stank like a mother. <laughs> it was him. Dennis Farina did that line? Romeo is bleeding, dude. I haven't seen the movie in years. I just remember that part. He's just telling the story. He was in witness protection. <laughs> dude. Your yes. boy's in that movie. Dude, Gary Oldman. Yes. Dude, my man. So. <laughs> Farina, he's so having funny. Bruce play a normal person. And even like talking to people, he's quoting pop rep. It, it, I love the left turn this movie takes. It's not about politics or ideology. It's about money. It's not even, yeah, not even terrorism. But like not a lot of those, like Day of the Jackal, these movies are all like political, and, and it, it made fun of that. It literally didn't care about Asian Dawn, yeah. or it was just about money. Remember when he started talking about how he wanted the people he wanted to free, <laughs> just to buy time to make <laughs> stinking captains? Like, what the hell? What kind of terrorist are you? Who said we were terrorists? You're like, oh, it, it, it just it yep. takes turns all the time. It takes great turns. Um, it doesn't go the way you think it's going to go all the time. You even think at one point that he's got Hans. Dead to That's right. crazy, it's, dude. It turns, and I love I think it. I gave you a loaded gun, you dumbass. Dude, um, then you got all, you're right. The villain, a great villain is a good, great movie, and Rickman. You have to have a great villain. And we know his name. I did not look his name up. You don't have to, IMDb. Dude. Dude, Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. He's so that that people say that accent. She made effing TV with that accent. Yeah. I'm like, he is, yo. Uh, but he's so suave so and with cool. And he, I, we love Rick. I talked about Rickman. Galaxy Quest. He was fantastic. <sighs> he was great in Harry Potter. Too bad Galaxy Quest was his best role since Hans Gruber, dude. Dude. He's great at comedy. Who knew? He's so awesome, dude. He's good at drama, too, though. He's I see you managed to get your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> By Grifthor's hammer, you will be avenged. When he really means Oh, that. my God. Dude, I it, can't even get it. I get choked shit. up, dude. I can't even get the fucking smile on that motherfucker. <laughs> um, dogma? He was great as the angel okay. in Dogma? With no private parts? <laughs> yes. That was... He was amazing in that movie. He couldn't drink alcohol, so he just drink it, spit it out. Yep. It's so gross, dude. Um, but Rickman that was is like a, me at Jimmy World. It's <laughs> a national treasure, man. Sad that he's gone. So loved sad, his dude. work, loved his movie. There's a movie I want to watch it with him in it. I've not seen it yet. Called um, Bottle Something, and it's uh, he's uh, from France, where all the wine is we made. Come from France. Uh, too bad. And he's going to California. They, they, they say they have good wine. He wants to see if he goes to test their wine. He's like, that's uppity. And he's going to see all these hippie wine farmers. And I heard it's a good, funny movie. There's another one that he's in that I wanted to see. And it's all about, um, what's that real famous club in New York City that they closed? Club 41? No, no, no. 
It's like it's like a rock and roll club. I don't know. He is the the guy who was running that club for so many years. Oh, that it's a rock and roll, <clears throat> like low budget movie. That sounds awesome. What the f- is the name of that club? I don't know. <sighs> so oh. then you have one of our one of our friends, one of our one of our childhood buddies. He's up there with Uncle Phil, bro. Dude, he is. He's right. Dude, he is up there with Uncle Phil. Carl Winslow. Was like the dad we never had, dude. Watch Family Matters every Friday. TGIF. How about the one when he he called out the racist cops for pulling his son over, dude? That oh was heavy, dude, bro. Dude. Remember the one where Carl Winslow falls asleep and they steal all his stuff? They all make fun of him for it. Oh yeah. And uh, like even the couch, he, went, he, he he's like, "Well, the couch won't get me." Wake up and the couch is gone. So the couch from, from underneath them. They find out they put gas under the door, sleeping gas, yeah. to get him. But Carl Winslow. <laughs> Literally, Family Matters like the sequel to his role from Steakin' Die Hard. Like, what happens is, Die Hard happens. He goes, oh, crap. He's like, I'm, I'm done with it. I'm going to move to a small town and you know, raise a family. And that Family Matters comes after, yes. dude. It's great. Uh, is that what he says in the movie? No, that's how he feels. Oh, like, I was going to say that would have been perfect. It's kind of like how Blue Heaven is like a... Uh, it's like a, it feels like a good, don't get me started on a that good fella sequel. Movie. Yeah. Cause they're all getting pushed up to the suburbs Dude. and they end up in blue, my blue heaven. What an amazing movie that was. Heck wow. Yes. You want to see masters at work, but, see uh, Steve Martin and Rick Moranis together. Reginald Vell, Vell Johnson, Sergeant Al Powell is fantastic. Dude, he's had those Twinkies. That guy, first of all, if someone gave me a my wife, she's pregnant. Yeah. 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 Just bag it. I'm like, I got a gun, bitch. <laughs> dude, he's a jerk to him. But, dude, their relationship they have when they're working Their rapport hockey, is amazing. Their rapport is incredible, man. And, dude, there's not wasted scenes in this film. No. You're building character. You're building conflict. But, dude, they didn't, ha- they didn't have to put that. Well, actually, they kind of did because the way he came out and killed the bad guy at the very end. Yes. But that whole story he tells him, dude, that's some real shit, man. Heck yes, man. And they mocked that in a hot chest part do. You gave oh. me the power to kill again. <laughs> <laughs> that movie. It's so stupid. They're making fun of Goose dying, dude. Come oh, on, dude. <laughs> his head comes up through the plate. <laughs> He's like, I want to help you. He's stepping on his face, dude. It's so stupid. Um, but uh, then you have a random role. You have Paul Gleason's deputy police chief, Dwayne T. Robinson. What an asshole. He's the principal from Breakfast Club. Oh, yeah, he is. Dude, he, he, dude, he was a great principal. He was, he was so, like, you hated him so much for this club that you, it was, and this also a great role for him. Um, you have a couple other decent roles. You have the, the, the Chinese terrorist. Always a Chinese terrorist. Always. Um, De- oh, doesn't he grab something? Dude, he gets a candy it? bar. He's like, <laughs> the Snickers. He's just like, <laughs> <laughs> there's a few. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though. Guess who else is in this bitch? Who? Am I mistaken? Or was, is the terrorist Vigo from fucking Ghostbusters 2? I was telling Angie. I don't know, but it looks just like him. It's got to be Vigo, dude. He looks just like Vigo, Vigo! from Ghostbusters 2. Yeah, dude. Vigo Carpathia. <laughs> it's got to be. <laughs> Dude, How about draw a little puppy? There's a there's a couple like there's little tiny moments of humor in this movie that are just throwaways that are really like the, the candy bars hilarious. Also, the cop gets rose bush picked is the funniest crap. He gets what? The cops walking and the, the bushes have roses, they're thorns. He's like, yeah. oh wow. Remember? He's oh like, yeah, yeah, little shit. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. great, man. Um, the terrorists, their plan is you meet the terrorist, meeting them is awesome. 
They roll in, take the place over. You're like, these guys have a plan. It's a good plan. They took this, they locked this building down yeah, tight. Yeah, they did. And you see how it all, oh. The fact you get to see how it plays out and watch it. Mm. What is better than now I have a machine gun? Oh, 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 oh. And Gruber reads in his accent. <laughs> and McLean could just, he just being an a hole dude, yep. just got to put the cherry on top, and it's awesome. Now, we'll get to Razor's right, Razor's wrong in a little bit. Vigo! First, we're going to do the greatness test with Bruce Willis. Come on, dude, this is the easiest The question shit. is is Bruce Willis a great actor? Now, I love Bruce. You're hilarious. What? Is he a great actor? We gotta say it, though. We gotta say it. I got when 16 I, right now. When I think of what a man looks like, it's Bruce Willis. It's not Brad Pitt. It's not Tom Cruise. It's not Arnie. Literally, okay, what's, so I'll say Die Hard is a great film that my kids will watch someday. Number one great film. What do you got? Sixth Sense. Heck, yes. Too bad you spoiled the ending at the ch church. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years later, yo. Dude, <laughs> Sixth Sense. You watched it anytime recently? Yeah, actually it's I have. It's still stinking scary. When that mom turns around, everything's, everything's open in the sick kitchen. It's like, what? I don't know how they did that shot. I don't know how they... I know. She walks. They, they go, oh, that camera, was insane. The camera walks her, and the camera comes back, and it's all nuts. Dude, that movie. There's some scenes that still bother me to this day. Like when uh, the girl from OC's puking. <laughs> yes. That's insane, dude, dude. And the scene when the camera, they put the tape in, and you see the mom. <sighs> feet. Oh, my I can't even talk goodness. about that. Putting that poison in. You're the and reason the... she was sick. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> dude. Dude. And that, I remember the first time I saw that, that ending wrecked my life. I can't. We can't narrow this down to three movies. Okay, I got number three for me. It's Pulp Fiction. Yeah, you do your three favorite. I'll do three different ones. Okay. My three favorite Bruce Willis yes. are going to be, it's going to be Pulp. Because listen, so I always dream I'm a big dude. I want to, I'm actually down 20 pounds right now, Tone. No shit. What are yeah. you doing? Well, Talk laxatives? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're doing a 40 days of a prayer with church. Oh, yeah. yeah, so that's yeah why this, I, this is an accident, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we're praying fasting as a church, so that's kind of. It's waterway, boy. <laughs> But, um, sneaking, dude, Bruce Willis in a white t-shirt with that brown bomber jacket. Pimp. That's what a man He's looks a stud, like. dude. That's, that's, I, someday I'm like, if I Zad's could, dead, baby. If I could pull that look off, I'd be, I'd be a happy man. I don't care if I was bald. I if I was bald and had those sticking abs, I don't even care, shit. dude. I don't even care. I'd trade it. Well, maybe not. But you can't have both, though. You don't want to have no. belly and bald. You can do one or the other. Um, you cannot pull out both. You, I don't want to be both, dude. Um, sticking. So I'd say Pulp, I'd say Die Hard, I'd say Untouchable, or Unbreakable. That's your favorite movie. How are you going to get that one wrong? Unbreakable. I watched that movie, and I love him in that film. I love that movie. I love it so much, dude. It, it's the only movie in my whole life. Legit. Only movie in my whole life. I saw it in the theater. I walked to college, found someone, went back, watched it again an hour later. I did that with you and Adam Crumpton. I seen Blair Witch like six times in the theater because I had to see people's reaction. Dude, you saw it twice in the same day? No, I didn't watch it twice, twice. the same day, but 
I watched the same movie like six times in yeah. the theater within like a week. I saw it twice, same day, dude. Damn, bro. I mean, I, I, I that's, that's my movie. That's my jam. That it's, is. It's Godfather and Unbreakable. That's my two movies right there. What are your three? Okay, I'm going a different. I'm going my three favorite characters okay. he's played. Sweet. Number one, Hudson Hogg. He is, he's, he's a singing <laughs> Dude, cat. I love he's, Hudson he's, Hogg. He's, he's a stinking, what, are they, what do you call it? Um, cat burglar. Cat burglar. He's a singing cat burglar. It's great. They don't have stopwatches. They don't use time, so they go by the, uh, the track of, uh, of their, the, the jams that they know how long the songs so are. They sing it for time, it. yeah. Okay, then we got the last Boy Scout because he is a washed-up security detail like drunk, drunk out of his mind, but bad ass, like bad ass. And then I gotta go six cents because it, it just, it just, M. Night genius catches you off guard. But he's got so many, dude. I'm telling you, Bruce is, he's a fit with, I, 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 you know, we'll get there right now. From the greatness test, we'll go to the diehard legacy. Bruce Willis's career in the last five years has made me sad. He has a slew of B movies. Have you seen him on Netflix or on like iTunes? Uh-uh. All these random small B movies he's in. Really? I mean, dozens of them. He's pulling a Nick Cage, just getting paychecks, dude. That sucks. Sucks. And not only that, they stinking because he wanted to make more movies quickly and make the money. They sullied the good name of Die Hard. Oh yeah, live was it? Uh, live free or die hard. A good hard? day to die hard. A good day to die hard. The fifth one. Oh, I was, never watched it. It was terrible. Why would they do a that? Die oh, hard with the kid with his son. With his son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a travesty. First of all, it was. That wasn't. It wasn't die hard. That wasn't the one where he. That's the internet dude. That's part four. That's live free or die hard. That was shit too. It was all right. It was better than five. It wasn't better than three. Three is it's it, it's it's, it's three one, is number two. It's one, three, two, two four, four five. five. That's what it is. A- absolutely. So three. You can't even argue that, bitches. Three is the only thing that comes close to the fun three of one. Is so you, you add Samuel L. Forget about it. And you have Hans Gruber's brother. It, 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 and he's Jeremy I- or Jack Irons. Jeremy Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. Oh my goodness! There's great scenes in that movie. That, yeah, your brother was an asshole. They both start laughing. <laughs> he was an asshole. <laughs> Dang, dude. He's like, I know the family. Doing better than blown up gold. Making everyone think you did. You're like, oh, it's it's. It ended kind of somewhat weak. The ending was the. And he was still on the outs with his wife. What an asshole, dude. <laughs> Sam was just like, here's a quarter. Call your wife, dude. I heard three. I saw in the theater. Saw the dollar show. The dollar show. And I remember... Was I with you? I think we cut together. Yeah, we did. When they pulled back to the sign he's wearing, I remember I like, legs on the seat. Dude, that was... That was... gonna die. That was about the same feeling I had when Ethan Hawke was sitting at the table with those Mexicans. Yes! Just so so uncomfortable, you can't even handle it. Like, you want to leave. Dude. And then then when he walked... Then that old lady looked at him, man... And you can see it on his face, too. He's such an amazing actor with, with his facial expressions. Man, Bruce, man. Oh, Bruce, you are a great actor. He is so great. You're a national treasure. Stop doing all these stupid movies. You just got to do, get John McTiernan back, make Die Hard 6, and be done. Redeem 5 sucked. 
before, you know, four, four big problem was four was rated PG thirteen. Before had a decent bad guy. I kind of liked that bad guy. Yes, I liked it, and I liked uh, Long as his buddy. As mm. a, he was fun in that. Justin Long's he awesome. Was, he was great in that. So yeah, I forgot I, about four, him. Okay, I, four isn't shit. It's not terrible. Five is unwatchable. I, bad. I haven't watched it. I won't watch There's it. There's no bad. You you gotta have a bad guy. Die Hard is about the bad guy, which is in two also wasn't great, dude. What two wasn't? Two's not great. It's not. The only good part about that is when he steps the guy into high school. And the scene where he ejector seats and he, he like he's like, Lois! and starts falling backwards from the camera. I love yeah. that scene. Oh yeah, that was amazing. Like he, he, he comes up at the camera, then falls back to the earth. What is the the asshole kid's name in Sixth Sense. It's the actor that's always mean to him. Danny Wahlberg? No, no, the um, the little kid that's mean to the other kid. In the school, like the kid, the bully kid. I don't know who the bully kid Remember is. Remember he ended up uh, having to play the village idiot in the play at the end? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what his name was, though. Because oh, Bruce Willis got an awesome line. I thought he sucked big time. <laughs> he's trying to be like him, dude. Yeah, dude. The fact that he's sitting in the living room with that kid and you think they're in a session. And he's a ghost, dude. Oh my goodness, dude. My kids are gonna watch that movie someday, and it's gonna blow their mind. I give them nightmares too. I'm glad that this movie, uh, Sixth Sense, is so long ago. Now everybody's gonna spoil everything else, and then the kids are gonna get older. That movie's gonna be way forgotten, and you're it's gonna sit down and watch it with them, dude. Dang, you probably watch it with Lena first because she's so smart. She's gonna be sitting there like, oh my goodness, I remember. The feeling when I realized he was a ghost. And I didn't get it till... It, like, people always say they figured things out. I didn't figure out that movie till like... R- Actually, I don't think I got that one. I think I... I, think I, I, I didn't get it. I'm like... I think it was like a movie where I was like, wait, what's happening? We didn't get it because we didn't want to get it. Like, you, we, don't, we don't spoil movies for ourselves. No. Like, The Village, I believed that those things were real. Heck. Even when they said that they were sticking costumes they made. We thought... What they, what they even said in the village they said it's based on a myth based on a myth but then when we we didn't know that was Adrian Brody we no one in the woods like, with her oh, I'm like, oh. dude I remember I was losing my mind too bad I fell in love with her in that movie man oh when he grabs her hand he's so oh, fuck dude in the wedding when everyone's running and he comes out of nowhere yeah that's what I'm talking about oh my gosh dude <sighs> okay <keep going. laughs> I can't handle this shit dude M. Night baby M. Night finally redeemed himself Dude, and he just finished filming the movie Glass, which is the sequel to Unbreakable, and I cannot wait. I can't think about it. You're going to have Bruce facing a supervillain, dude. I know. That's Bring Bruce back. Dude, the scene when she puts the comic in the playground, and she says, you better go. Somebody's going to take it. I'm so heartbroken for him, dude. He don't want to go anywhere. He's scared. Ah, Dude. He reminds me of little Randall from This Is Us, dude. Ah! (laughs) Oh, I should have known because the kids, they call me Mr. Glass. Dude, it's going to be. It's kind of fucking heartbreaking. Dude, it's, story. it's <laughs> great, dude. The one dude's shopping for his kid, and he's like, get the fuck out of my store. Oh, man. dude. <laughs> um, so diehards went off the rails, and I'm sad because, dude, I hate when they ruin a good a good film franchise. You can't keep a good dog down. Bow, wow, wow, like wow. Indiana Jones 4. I had never watched Trash. Crystal Skull. Yeah. Um, what else? I thought the Star Wars prequels were trash, and the Force Awakens brought it back. Jar Jar, get out of oh my, my face! Oh my gosh, man. dude! The love story in part two. Stop. With Padme, it was like laughable dialogue. It's almost as, as bad as Leonardo da Vinci, whatever fucking thing. <laughs> You're talking about. The, uh, Wait. The stinking Ron Howard movie. 
Run. Oh, the big shit, yeah. dude. Dude, those are bad too. What are the movies that are awesome that went off the rails? They ruined Ninja Turtles. They ruined Boondock Saints. I'll say it again every time. You ever watch that Boondock Saints All Saints Day? You're gonna fucking puke. I can't. I can't. I mean, not as extreme, but Beverly Hills Cop three compared to one and two. Come on, man. One and two are legit. Three is and Robocop. Two is sweet. Then it just goes off. Three is bad. The ninja robots? That's stupid. Get out of here, dude. And I'll tell you what, though. You know what didn't go out the rails? It has like four stinking sequels that I love every one of them. What? Every fucking Tremors movie, dude. I love them all, bro. <laughs> I love them all, son. That's because they lean into that B-movie magic. They just it's, it's they embrace it. It's incredible. They don't even and care. They, uh, literally, they can only hold on to Fred Ward for one more movie. And then it just goes. The, the only one that stays is Reba McIntyre's ex-husband, dude. <laughs> He just is in it, dude. He's still got the Atlanta Hawks out, uh, sticking the hat on and everything, dude. They get so bad, Jamie Kennedy's in the last one, too. <laughs> the first Tremors, we got to do something, because that movie's fantastic. Too bad it's amazing, dude. Him and Kevin Bacon, dude. Oh, dude. There's some and they're just redneck asses. That, that's a great, that's a good movie. So, now we're gonna do a, I'm going to quiz you, Tony. I'm going to quiz you. Let's see how good your movies are. Oh, you Qu bastard. Okay, here it is. After this movie, movie was, was so huge, it made so much money, and people loved it so much, it changed action movies from this point on. And everyone would pitch movies in Hollywood. They'd say, listen, got an idea for a movie. It's Die Hard on a Boat. What's that movie? Under Siege? Yeah, baby! That's Die bad. Hard on a Plane. That's a tougher one. Passenger 57? Yeah! <laughs> Here we go. Die Hard on a Mountain. Cliffhanger. Dude, you know <laughs> Die Hard on a Bus. Speed. Die Hard in a Hockey Stadium. The one with Van Damme? Yeah. Uh, oh, oh. Sudden Death. Oh! <laughs> it goes I'm killing it, dude. Baby. I'm killing it. Dude, die, dude! I, I watched an interview with this uh, agent from Hollywood. He was a, he was a, a producer of a film. Too bad sudden death was what? <laughs> so this guy, security guard at a hockey game, get dude, the f out of here. Dude, and then he ends up the goalie. Get out of here. Dude, so he said that was the pitch around Hollywood for years. Was this dude Magic Die Hard? On a, so he says he's working for Miramax or something. Gets a call and a guy comes in to pitch and he goes, "Listen." And then he goes, "Listen, the head of Miramax just raped me, dude." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot, dude! He goes. I got a movie for you. Imagine this. It's Die Hard in a skyscraper. And the dude was like, it's gone so far. We forgot where it started. Could you imagine you pitched oh, that? my goodness. Die Hard in a building. Like, dude, that's what Die Hard is. Nakatomi Plaza, baby. That's like somebody saying, I heard this badass old rock and roll song. It's a cover of Puff Daddy's song. <laughs> <laughs> I almost spit out my stinking tea, dude. <laughs> Holy cow. Um, but Die Hard gives us the everyman hero, and the everyman hero changes the game, dude. Dude, the thing is, too, you he's so relatable. His his even his dickhead lines to his wife, like, he's just why are you just trying to pick a fight with her, man? And you feel so bad because you see how excited she was to see his ass. So let's go ahead and jump into so before we get to Razor's Right, Razor's Wrong, let's do a couple things here. So first of all, Patreon, okay? We told you last week they're changing the pay structure. I want some Patreon, dude. I'm margaritas, dude. <laughs> they were going to change the pay structure, and everyone was mad about it. Everyone was so mad about Patreon changing the pay structure, they decided not to change the pay structure at all. 
Nice. So you're not being charged extra. It's a flat rate of five bucks or one buck. Whatever you donate, there's, they're not putting the fees on you. It comes out of our end, so no worries. So that, it's not going to be like $1.10 or five thirty-five. Just because um, Nesto's kids are going to miss a couple of meals, don't even worry about it. It's <laughs> <laughs> stupid, dude. So you didn't change the structure. So there's a flat rate. You'll see nothing change of your pledge. Also, we have... On sale for two more weeks, our brand new shirt. What's the shirt, Tony? Dang Gina? Dang Gina. Dang Gina. Is it a nice shirt, dude? It's badass. If I ordered the, the wrong, wrong color, color for Tony, though. Dude, come on, man. He told me he wanted black. I was going to buy the shirts. I'm like, oh, this Heather Gray is a great color. I buy it for him. He goes, I said black. I'm like, but just, I, I said to him, don't you like this better? And he's like, no. <laughs> dude. Come on, you know better. I, I thought it was nice. I thought you use a lot of black shirts. You'll have a gray shirt. It'll be nice. Listen, dude. You can't go away. You can't veer away from something that works. I, I guess not, dude. But it's a great shirt on sale. All our shirts are on sale on our Threadless T-shirt, uh, which is... On our who? A threadless.com. So if you go to our... If you go redrum.threadless.com, you can get to our T-shirt store. And all our shirts are currently on sale. Our hoodies are on sale. I want a hoodie. I'm going to buy a hoodie. But everything's on sale right now. It'll go all back to original price after Christmas. So if you want a oh, shirt, cool. so it's go for now week, is week. the you have one week to the now buy. Now's the time to listen and learn. Dang Gina, our our Red Room Classic, and we're hoping to run up some new designs in the first quarter of next year. So that's all stuff going on. If you want to support the podcast, now raise us. Let's do raise us wrong first. Listen, you're better than me, dude. Ah, because I'm not married. <laughs> I'm that, just a motherfucker. <laughs> that's that scene where he, him and his wife fight. He's and just, she, being, an, he's just being an asshole. He's being sweet. He's being an asshole to be an asshole. Yes, he is. He's What's waiting. We, we're so guilty. He's waiting for the door. He's waiting for an opening, yeah. He, he, he wants a reason to give her the business, dude. And she's like, she's so sweet because they haven't talked in a while. She, she even goes past those two to hug him and stuff. And dude, it's like, man. And you tell her she sees him, she misses him. And she says, that she, he's playing it cool. And she breaks it down like I'm gonna, I'm gonna be vulnerable. I'm gonna reach out to you. I'm gonna make the peace with you. And she even admits, oh, okay, it's not just the kids. I want you there too. Which is a big deal. Huge. That's, that's, you've ever, had a, if you've ever had that fight or awkwardness, it's hard to go past that. And she, I know. What, and how does he repay her for going past awkwardness? He's an asshole, dude. And what's crazy is even that the maiden name is part of the plot. Genius writing. Genius, because she's like. And Dora, about, Ms. Gennaro. Is he the one, or is she the one that turns the picture down? She does. And that. And Hans picks it up, dude. If it's been up. And if, you're, you're like, oh, shit. Dude, even when she deals with him, he's like, he picked his leader as well. Because she, she was on Johnny on the spot, dude. And he dude. was like, um, we're not going to put her in office, but I'm going to bring a couch out. Fair? Does that, that work? And she's yeah. Like, yeah. Dude. But uh, he's like, didn't miss my name, though, did you? And he comes at her, dude. And he's. What a f- I got dude, pissed at him for that. Dude, he's a he's a jerk to her. And but he's so awesome at being a jerk. Dude. And the, the lady lady comes in, he gives her that look like, I despise you. Like just that look he gives her is like, hi. Like it's dismissive. I know. It's you're stupid. When she came when the when her the guy, the girl she worked with yes. came in to get her. Oh my what a god. F- ass, dude. dude. And uh so she leaves, he regrets it. But he can't. Well, dude, the best part is he does what every guy does. Looks in the mirror and says, you asshole. Great, great job. Good job. Dude, get a couple things about this. First of all, I watched this movie. 
Too bad your poor wife watches this movie and goes, damn, that's John McClane. I'm ready to motherfucking John McClane. Listen, there are a lot of kind of jerks in cinema. You have the Vince Vaughn jerk from Maine. First of all. I'm not him. I, listen, first of all, I hate that movie. I hate that movie. I've watched it twice all the way through. The second time was just for the last scene. That movie, I hate that movie. I hate him. That's why I hate it so much. Yeah, because because we all know a piece of shit like that. Yes, we you're do. He's such a loyal friend, and he's just a motherfucker, dude. You get trouble all the time. Oh. There's a kind of jerk Edward Norton as the as the as the worm. You know what? I'm not that and, kind of and, jerk and, either. And, and, but the thing is, though, you, we all have that friend too. Yeah, and, because there's there's good intentions there, but it's just why, why are you so dumb? There's the Jesse Pinkman jerk. From um, Becky Bad. I'm not going to tell you who that is, but <laughs> we all have one of those, too. But I, like, I, I, my the jerk I am is the John McClane jerk. Yeah, you're I right. am a, a biting. Well, just like you said, um, this is the Thinking Man's action movie. You're so intelligent. You, you do shit, and you're just like, wow, dude. Like, man, you can be this, dude. You and are John McClane. I learned it early. and I, I watched this movie, and I'm like... I don't know how, why I imprinted so much on it, but I did, dude. And one thing I've been trying to learn as I got older, in high school I dated a couple girls and I was brutal to them, dude. In college I dated a girl, brutal to her. You, I'll tell you what, I witnessed this firsthand. You went from old school, gentleman, chivalry, to I know how to play this game now. And it was quick. <laughs> I was like, damn, bro. Oh, shoot. Like you, I mean... I don't want to. I don't want to dog you or nothing. But there's a couple you brought around. I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> so so listen, with Angie, what I've tried to learn as I've grown older is how to. You met your match, dude, with intelligence, bro. She's true, but I I want to learn how to. He touched in the mirror. Like, what are you doing? I want to do it before she walks out of the room. I want to. Realize I'm dumb before she leaves. That's, that's, to me, that's the goal is don't let her leave the room. Every man should know they're dumb before it starts. That's what I'm, I'm trying to get. That's, 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 that's a tall order. That's a tall <laughs> order, dude. And Angie says she's she seen me get better at this, that that, that part of me, it's still in there. Like, I apologize to my wife today because I was annoyed by something. Um, but I, this movie. Your problem is, though, with that. It doesn't even have to be that you're annoyed at the person, but it's mm -hmm. some, something that's annoying you, and you're like, they're. They're getting the wrath. They're here. They're easy, Mark. Boom. Man, I know Dude, that all too well. John McClane is my kind of a-hole, and I, 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 my, I follow after him very, very well. Raised me wrong. Now, raise us right. Here it is. There is nothing in my mind more masculine than him covered in blood, cut up, dragging that foot behind him. Wait till you finish The Punisher. Dude, I'm telling you, I, in my when heart he, of hearts, when you never, in my, a man never stops fighting. I got jumped once after school. You're telling this to a guy that got stopped twice in the cage, mother. Dude, <laughs> I'm just, I've never, been, I've never stepped in the cage. I didn't have the, I didn't have the balls to do it. I've, I've wanted to, Tony. I'm just, I'm, I'm afraid of what that's going to cost to get in that cage, dude. Um, Cost about three concussions in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> I was a guy give you everything he got though, and you walked right through it. That was incredible, dude. Yeah, well, have you listened to me talk for a long period of time? <laughs> <laughs> Tim Ali, dude, how you doing? Shoot, man. Um, Steakin. So, uh, well, I was gonna say a story about something. Got jumped. 
And the, this, I, I get a fight with a kid in school. I, I just just moved from Flint to Waterford, Michigan. I pick a fight with a kid in school. You got in a fight with two kids. In class, and made yes. them look stupid. At the school, them and their boys you literally slapped them around and called them Susan, like blank man style. <laughs> and I got to school, they're waiting for me. And they, the, they one, the, crew. the one guy wanted to fight me. And everyone said, fight him. And if you lose, jump in. He wouldn't fight me one on one. Even with everyone saying, well, jump in. Wouldn't yeah, do it. Somebody got that ass whooped. You already whipped their ass. You just slapped them around. They didn't have nothing for you. So he says, listen, you bow down, kiss my shoe, and we'll let you walk away from this. I remember this. what you said. I was standing there. No, nah, man, I ain't going to get my pants dirty. Dude, I'm so stupid, yeah. dude. I'm, I have no people. I'm, I'm, I'm a brand new <laughs> kid in the sneaking city. And I took the beating. Didn't run. Basically, that's in my mind. You take the beating. I don't know why. And in, like I remember once, I, as a college, we had a big fight, and uh, literally we were in college, and there was a kid in our school who wrapped a stick with tape and wrote "N beater" on the stick, like a racist word for a black man. "N beater" on the stick. Walk around the campus hitting black guys with the stick, dude. Thought it was fun. Got expelled. This kid did. His dad came up from Stinking Georgia to say. Back where we're from, this word isn't that, that offensive. Try to, the family didn't come and say, sorry, the family tried to, keep saying, tried to overturn the decision, got expelled for one semester. Came back semester later, most popular kid on his floor, girls liked him. I'm like, this piece. How is that possible? Dude, it's just a world we live in, man. So one day, finally, we're tired of it. And we challenge him to his crew to a fight, a brawl on the stinking squares. We have a brawl in the square. And we go fight down there. And, dude, it was an outsider's brawl. And I don't get into much of what happened. But at the end of it, I took a bad hits, dude. I go up to my college dorm. I'm, I'm, I'm bleeding. Clothes are ripped. I'm, I'm just I'm you're, cracked rib, dude. Your ass went to a Christian college. And the craziest shit I've ever heard happened at this college. But I called my Jeez. wife, dude. And she heard about she She... Actually heard like I'm, I'm like I'm just a mess, but dude, I felt like a man walking home to my dorm room. Like in my mind, you, blood doesn't stop. You just keep on pushing through, dude. Like I went to India. I had a guy, t uh, one of my kids, said, Ernesto, what if you die out there? I said, Listen, I promise you this: if there's any life left in me, I will crawl out of it. And I will survive. And I learned that that's what a man does. He he, he keeps on pushing, keeps on trying. Yeah? F yeah. Dude, you're talking to a guy that's been in more bar fights than... But granted, I had the Sanzig brothers with me. Dude, I've seen you come home. You went down to a stinking bar that's known for skinhead activity. Well, only at the concerts that I was going to. And you hit some, this guy had some skinheads literally break your nose. Oh, yeah. Like, just like two guys grabbed you from behind? No, it was just... Fought one and then six, seven stomped on me. You came home. He, I'm, I'm home watching TV. It's late. He walks in. His white shirt, just blood, just all over your shirt. Your face all tore up. Didn't even phase you, dude. You're like, ah, oh, what are you going to do? You Remember what my shirt looked like? I had a long sleeve, long John shirt on. It was. Mom was, it was crying. She, dude, mom here watching you fight because you, you took some hits, dude. You opened your face up that one fight when you fought the champ. Yeah, because remember the guy goes, um, we got blood. And mom's like, yes, my baby. <laughs> but, uh, dude, in life, I've taken a few hits in life, and I don't stop going, dude. Life hits you, and you keep on walking forward. Mm -hmm. 
we, we we watch too many movies. We both have the Rocky mentality when it comes Heck to that. Yes, dude. <laughs> oh, man. And dude, also, I'm gonna say this. Also, we are we are to anybody who really knows us. We are f- famous for our pain tolerance. It's it's, it's weird. Ridiculous. It's cr- we know how to just put it out of our head. It's crazy. Dude, and also I'm gonna say this another raise raise me, maybe raise me wrong. I don't raise it right wrong. I fight like he fights in this movie. That's how I fight. Just talking trash, swinging as fast and hard as you Dude, can. He <laughs> kills two huge dudes with his bare hands, fighting them. Like the first one when he breaks his neck falling down the stairs, that was brutal, dude. That was, that was pure luck, though. I love that. Yeah. He's, he thought he's not a super superhero. No, he's not. He's just a street brawler. He's, he's a New York City cop is what he is. Like, he's talking that, that trash. Ass. The trash he's talking is just nonsense. I'm going to cook you. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I'm going to cook you. Then I'm going to eat you. Like, it's just yeah. stupid. You're just, yep. your blood is flowing. You're t- just, just swinging, hitting, just grabbing crap to hit him. With you. It just... It's crazy. He, yeah, you do fight like that. <laughs> I know, I do, dude. Oh, man. But uh, watch this movie. I hate California. I, I got that from him, dude. Yep, like these. I hate, I hate California. It's my least favorite state in the union. I like Texas more than California. You love Texas, fool. I, like, well, I hate the heat, though. I hate the spiders. I hate the spiders. I, don't, I, I hate the spiders. Florida? No. I, I, California's my least favorite state Florida's in the union. cool. Florida, I like Florida, but it's... It's it's boring state, man. Boring. It ain't no Ohio. That's the most boring ever. I like Colorado though, because Colorado's beautiful. <laughs> Try being a truck driver. I hate Colorado. Okay, you hate Colorado. Um, South Carolina's pretty again mountains though. Get out of here, dude. That's I'm, the Appalachians player. But it's beautiful though. It looks really nice. Get around how something looks if I'm driving through it. I'm, dude, driving through that is I drove through that. It was rough. It was scary. Where were you driving? I was driving a little minivan. Well, you don't know shit about being scared <laughs> driving, bro. I do. Every time I drive by one of those stinking um, exit the, um, mercy ramps, yeah. I think about you, dude. Never had to do it, did you? Never had to use one Hell of those? Hell no. Nope. That would be an awful. That would be a bad day. Yeah, you don't know if you survived that. Are you serious? Dude, you're fully loaded, man. You hit that loose dirt and you just sink in there. If you got a, a full load of steel or something, that could come un. On hands and come right, right through your cab, dude. Oh my gosh! You had to watch videos about that, didn't you? When yeah, you were... I did. Ooh. I had to watch one, and it looked like industrial-sized can of spaghettios in the driver's seat, dude. It was just like, why am I seeing this shit before I go out here to work? Eesh. All that's to say, Eesh. this movie was McLean so... is a real superhero. This dude. movie was so formative to us as kids. We would literally dare one another by by uttering Bruce Willis's name. We were on this cliff. There's a cliff by a lake by Eric D's house. Remember that cliff, that weird? Yeah, it was. Um, a building built into a hill, but it was like, it was scary and weird. It was tall. It was like 15, 20 feet tall. Yeah, it was. And we always get, try, try, try to jump off it. And we'd always say it, get up there. We, the first time we did it was in the, in the snowbank. Yes. But then we did it in the spring. And I'm, the, 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 the thing was, I'm, I tried to, try to goad you into it. And I said. You'd, you'd scream Bruce Willis's name when you jumped. <laughs> I remember that because you weren't a badass. If you were gonna do something badass. You're Bruce Willis, dude. It was it was. You're Bruce Willis level if you jump off that thing. <laughs> that was the like, like, we're so Bruce dumb. Willis do it. Okay, I'm in. And you jump off. It was. <laughs> we're so stupid. So stupid, dude. We're the only dumbasses that would go to each other. Just like when your dumbass jumped out of the back of that truck, man. <laughs> 
tell us. Dude, tell us. We, 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 we were with our great uncle in Texas, driving down a gravel road. Gravel road. Old Park. We're down the yeah, old park. Yeah, and, and we're, hang, we're on the back of the truck. There's three of us in the back of the deck of pickup truck. Who was it? Me, you, and who? Eric? Might have been Eric. Either Eric or Zach. Might have been Zach. But we were cruising, and you were just like, if I jump out, will you jump out? And I'm like, oh, yeah, hell yeah. Like, knowing, like, <laughs> like action movie knowing, awesome. Knowing you ain't jumping out of this thing. We're going, like, 30 miles it's an like hour. It's like 25 miles an hour. And, we're cru- and it's gravel, dude. And you had your Newport glasses on. Cigarette glasses. Cools. <laughs> yes. It was a lime green um, arms and black <laughs> lenses. You jump out and you... you because, I just stood, I just put my foot, like I'm in the back, my foot on the side of the truck, not on the gate, not the tailgate, and I was going to jump straight up in the air. Just uh-huh. jump straight up, and my plan was to come down and, and run. Start, start running. Yeah. Like <laughs> f***ing Beavis Butthead to America before that came out. You really thought that was going to work. I did. I thought I was like, <laughs> inertia, I'll just do this, it'll work. Dude, I jump up, I turn around, and you just stand, you didn't, you didn't even, you... Dude, it, you guys were just staring. I, I couldn't believe. I literally thought you were going to stand on the side of the truck until we parked. Dude, I jumped. I, I, I couldn't Dude, believe I was alone. I have never seen <laughs> a body fl- a flail like that. <laughs> like when you hit, you, all the first thing you did was like roll like a motherfucker. <laughs> you were like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. I'm like. I'm looking at my cousin like, he's fucking dead, bro. Like, this fuck's dead, dude. And the best is when you try to walk up all cool. Like, and you just gravel in your arms and legs. And you're bleeding. And then you got your sunglasses on. And one of the lenses is completely scratched, scratched off. So you can only see out of one lens. Dude, I'm like, this dude. Dude, you were tore up from the floor, dude. Out, dude. I did try to play it off like it was okay, you were, dude. Like, you were, like, trying not to limp and shit. I'm like, this fucker, I can't. You, I guarantee you had you kept sunglasses on because you don't want to see him crying. Dude, it, it hurts so bad. Dude, I can't. I can't even. I've never seen something. <laughs> I didn't know a body was capable of doing that. Dude, and that's all action movie. Because hey, listen, John McClane made you do that shit. My favorite scene in the whole movie. You know what? The, the, the image that's always in my mind. My favorite moment of the film is the stinking fire hose in the roof, dude. When he goes, ah! <laughs> What are you what are you doing, John? What, like just you're gonna die, John! <laughs> dude, when he jumps off and the behind him the explosion, uh, it's like that's my dream right there. Yeah. Just You know that part of the helicopter? I know that part. <laughs> <laughs> that moment though, and he comes down, I'm like, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. I Dude, the best is when he when he he watches them kill the boss. And then when he when he's like safe and he's like on another floor, he's just like Why'd you let him kill him, John? Why'd you let him kill him, John? And then he's like, because then you'd be f***ing next to him. Dude. It was so funny. Man, is that a good movie. So, bringing this all down. Um, next week is our patrons pick. Next week is a vote. And it was a close vote, dude. Crazily, in last place, we had Elf was in last place for next week. It's not a classic yet. Number two, would you go all the way? And you had we had Lampoon's Vacation, and we had what's it called? Um, Home Alone. Home Alone. We're fighting for that top spot. At the end of all things, the winner of Christmas was Christmas Vacation by one single vote. What if I vote veto it right now <laughs> for Home Alone? 
fucking the patrons pick it, dude. They listen, bastards. You guys pick it, we watch it. You pick it, we stick it. <laughs> What's that even mean? That's from son-in-law, dude. When Flea's the tattoo artist. That's funny, dude. You pick it, I stick it. Um, next week is a Christmas. It's Christmas. We're doing Vegas vacation for real. We're doing Christmas vacation. I'm gonna watch week. it again, and I better love it this time because for some reason, all my friends say this is the most amazing. Everyone movie. loves it. I have, I have to give it another chance. Listen, we'll talk about it next week about the, the, the true confessions, okay? Wait, wait, wait. We're wrapping this up already? Dude, we are really far in, dude. Well, we didn't talk about how it ends. Okay, let's go, dude. We didn't talk about the line. Oh, shoot. You're right. Okay. I was getting the, the, the high points. Sorry. Okay. okay. The haikus. The, the movie itself. So... What do you want to cover, Tone? Okay. First of all, we didn't talk about his limo driver. Dang it. Argyle is great. He is. So, it's his first limo job. Even that is brought into the plot of the movie. He shows up to drive him. And through him and Argyle talking, you didn't know the reporter even more. Oh, my gosh. He's a piece of shit in everything. That reporter's fantastic. He didn't go for just one, dude. And the, the great a- lie with Bill Murray. He's like, yes, co- he has no penis. <laughs> dude, that's the funniest crap ever, dude. Um, Is this true? <laughs> but uh, um, your mother, Egon, dude. That movie's amazing. Um, he's always an ass. The reporter, he he gets almost he gets her killed. Yeah. And dude, the way he talks to that Mexican maid makes me wanna beat his ass. Dude, I will call INS. I'm like, you motherfucker. Dude, trigger that story. Try to eat it, Harvey. Dude, that guy, that was that guy was looking at him like he wanted to kill him. It dude. was great. That was up there with that thing you do when he's like, shut up, I'll kick your ass. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> when um, <laughs> what do you eat my shorts, Brad? <laughs> he, he's like, he's like, uh, hey. What did the what did he say? <laughs> Tell that Something joke. about the chicken. He's like, hey, do you wanna buy a chicken? Eat my short bread. He's like, shut up! I'll kick your ass. And he's like, oh f-. <laughs> his face is so funny, dude. Dang, dude. But uh eat it, Harvey. That's great though. Um no, but Argyle though, you're right. Argyle, you get to know why he through that conversation with Argyle, he you want, he, why McLean's in New York. The West. best part about McLean, though, is he's so blue-collar, he don't even want to sit in the back of a limo. It's crazy. He wants to sit in the front. Never been one his whole life. Mm-hmm. There's no way to go to Fancy Pets parties, there's no way to be a person there. It's crazy watching him try to figure out how to be a, in this rich world. He's, like, he's uncomfortable in it. He don't like it. Well, we're the I, same way. I, I was going to say, I don't like it either. I can't even handle going to Kirk Hensler's house, dude. That's, <laughs> that's too nice for me, dude. Dude. I, I've been to meetings here in the city with like big wigs, like mayors and stuff, and I I feel out of place. Mayor. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want to read a good book, read an oral history of Die Hard, which is just all the writers, directors, actors telling their experience on the set. It's fa- fascinating, just what happened to them and the, how they knew halfway through this is something special. They knew it's coming together. This is a this is a real movie. They they knew. This is going to be a milestone. That one guy said, "I've never done anything better than that movie." Like people say, like, I, I, I've never it's matched." It's a masterpiece. It. It's Hans Gruber. The end of the movie. Okay, and there's there's some great. There's there's um, Alice. Alice, dude. What a piece of shit. Hans, Bobby. 
I'm your white knight. He's just a scumbag. I must have missed that Newsweek. <laughs> um, was it? Well, no, Time? Was, it, was it, CNN or some shit? I don't know. Dude, but it was but great, dude. It, dude, Hans is the, his face. It, but just just watching Ellis take his last swig of coke, his hair's off. Like, like, oh man, he's so he knows he's dead. Just took just took a, a hail mary, dude. Ah, oh. what are you thinking? Trying to get in the middle of that thing, um, Bobby. Um, do we even really touch Carl Winslow? Carl Winslow in this film, um, I mean, he, 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 he's a foil for John. He's, given, he's keeping John grounded, encouraging him. He is keeping him sane. Just, just have someone to talk to, because you couldn't talk alone the whole movie. You'd go crazy. But he says he's got to talk to, to bounce ideas off of. And you know what's crazy? To this day, to this day, I, feet wounds bothered me more than it. it don't even get me started. I'm one of my fears in life. I can't even, dude. When I was in Texas, Uncle Johnny came walking across Grandma's yard barefoot. How? I don't know. The cut videos are everywhere, I, I, dude. I'm telling you, I was finding them in my suitcase. Yeah, dude. Clothes for weeks. Listen, uh, cadillos is a Mexican word, Spanish word we use. Uh, it, it's a picker, like it's a seed they're, in they, Texas. They're, they, it's almost like just in certain towns. It's like it's certain desert climates, dirt towns. You'll find these crazy, and they Ugh. will get you. Dude, they will. When they stick, you feel it, and then you step back on it because you're they, in mid-motion. Oh, and literally when you, it, I don't know how it does it, but you literally have to pull with force to get it out. Yes. It, oh, it's almost popping out of your skin. Dude, oh. one of my great fears. Find one sleeping, bro. Dude, one of my great fears is, when I was a kid, I stubbed my toe, my big toe wants, and all the skin cuff, that big toe rolls back. Stop. Stop. Listen. Stop. That's, right now. I'm, it, I'm scared of that happening. Like, I'm scared of that my whole life. I'm saying when he's in the bathroom seat pulling glass out of his feet, I cringe and almost can't watch it. All the blood that's pouring out of his feet. Oh, dude. Because he's got to run across it. Well, yeah, because Hans like, shoot the glass. Which is a brilliant move, yes, dude. Yes, It's every... And, Every part of the film. What do you say? Better than getting caught with your pants down. <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing that the writing is the guy telling him to make knuckles with his feet on the carpet to him, has no time to put on shoes, to him killing a stinking terror, uh, not terrors, but killing one of the one of the henchmen. Feet are too small. He's trying to find shoes the whole movie. Yes, he can't dude. find them. And that happens in life. Sometimes you need something, you can't find it. It happens. That's life. Is you need something, and it's you can't find the and, one and, thing. And, and you the need. thing is, every other day, it's right there all day. Exactly, dude. Just like on um, Castaway when he's on the plane, or when he's in the hotel, and he's got the this thing is Swiss Army knife, and he's just like, "Yeah, this motherfucker would be nice <laughs> on that island, dude." <laughs> dude, exactly. Oh, he pulls up like the lighter. Oh, this is fire. This is in my hand. This is easy. It is ice. Uh, I love ice. <laughs> um. But no, you're right. The characters across the board are fantastic. And you know what? His wife is a good actress. She was great, dude. She's assertive. She's strong. She's able. But with his him, she's still loving. And But dude, he gives her the business, dude. He goes, he goes, yeah, you are my wife. You're, 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 you are married. You're, you're married to me. And dude, they start fighting. And it's, it, it's literally like it's a fight resurrected from years past. It's like that fast. They're in a fight they've been having for years. And it happens in people's marriages, dude. There's fights that just sit dormant until something sparks it up again. Um, 
classic. And listen, this movie is 30 years old, and there are effects in this film that are better than modern day films. Yeah, absolutely. There's not there's not one part of this that seems dated. Dude, even the technology, even the computers, it's just it's just that time. The, the stinking building security is Dude, high the tech. Vault security is nuts. And the 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 the, 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 pu- the push screen, that's 80 stinking eight. There's a push screen. I'm like, how is that already around? Dude, Hans Gruber falling looks great. I know, Dude, it, like when you see him and it's his arm, I'm like, it must have been a guy flung into a. When when McLean pulls the bullet out of the machine gun, he's got two bullets, loads them in the gun. He's and he sees the uh, Christmas tape, tape, and he comes up with that plan like boom. He comes out with the machine gun and the machine gun's unloaded. It's empty, and he's got that gun. Taped to his back, like it's just two. She's got two shots, dude. That oh, that's unbelievable. Yippee motherfucker! <laughs> and then they just start cracking up. And that sticking line is a line that's gone lives through on, all the lives movies on to right now. And you know that line, Yippee That's Roy Rogers. That's why he says I'm more of a Roy Rogers fan. Yep. He goes, all Americans take their cowboys. Yippee Hey, motherfucker. <laughs> Hans's face when he f***s with him over the walkie-talkie is amazing. Dude. He ain't never been talked to like that. No! He has no idea what American cockiness is. Like, it just pop his ass. And he's used to Americans that are wealthy, not yep. these, not a blue-collar, they a crap jerk. I, I don't care who you are. I'm, I, man, is one of my favorite lines in the whole movie, dude. He goes, he's like, I'm a fly in the ointment, a monkey in the wretch. A pain in the, in the A, dude. That's a good line. What does he say? He's like, I'm the fly in the ointment, a monkey in the wrench, a pain in the A. It, I love oh, that yeah. line, dude. Dude, because I'm like, the monkey in the wrench doesn't make any sense, but it's funny, dude. I like that. I, I still use the first two parts of that line all the time. I don't say the pain in my A because I can't say it. But uh, You can't say A? I don't. oh shoot dude um but uh man i i i don't dude i love the film i watch it every almost every year and uh it's my favorite christmas movie of all time so there it is mine too ah scrooge is scrooge yeah with christmas more christmas spirit scrooged so i think we had everything yeah we had a it's lot of good. things. It's pretty good. We're, it's, good. We're, we're, it's, it's a long podcast. I wanted to make 15. it longer. I wanted to make it long. Oh, that's it? That's a lot of time. We did 55, Man, dude. We still ain't going to make Alex happy with this one. He wanted three hours. Shh, can't do it, man. Ain't got to do it. Ain't got to do it. So. I'm Roy Rogers. <laughs> next week, Lampoons. Why was Vegas va- Vacation my favorite Lampoons? I, I don't know, man. Maybe this one is awesome. You just can't remember it being awesome. So we'll find, I have the DVD in my house, so we'll watch it. Okay. Okay. So, as always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next week at the Red Rum Theater. <laughs>